Here's my aesthetic branding marketing entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co., where we build brag-worthy brands for social media-minded entrepreneurs, and you are in the right spot for branding, marketing, entrepreneurship advice that you can apply in your own business to better reach your ideal client online. Let's get to today's episode. Greetings and welcome to episode number 50 of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. It is our big celebration episode because it's almost exactly a year of running the podcast, which is crazy. I have Berta here. Hi, Berta. Hi. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. Yay. Berta is the brains and the editing fingers and the uploader behind the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. You might have heard her talk about Pinterest a while back, um, but now she's focusing mostly on podcast production, creation, management, and we're going to do a little bit of a recap of the show in the last year. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, it's almost a year. I think we launched it kind of like uh, June 4th because we wanted it to be on your birthday. But then Black Lives Matter happened, and then we decided to push it a bit. So it was more like in July-ish kind of thing. July-ish, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's been a year. It's crazy. (laughs) It's so nuts that it's been a year. I feel like I've been doing this for five years. (laughs) And then I also feel like I've been doing it for five minutes. So it's kind of nuts because uh, I want to spend a little bit of time today going back over like what we've learned as running the podcast and then some of our favorite like standout episodes. I know I have my favorites and then you have your favorites and they're different favorites, which is good. And they're also different than what the most downloaded episodes were, which is really fascinating to me when we look at actually look at the analytics. Um, But let's talk a little bit about how we got connected and how we decided like, yeah, this should totally be a podcast. Get us the backstory. Yeah. So we got connected um South Africa three years ago now, or a bit no, a bit more than that. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I guess we were just friends at a time and then I launched my business as a VA. And then you were like, Oh my gosh, I need a VA. Let's start working together. And then I as it was like, wouldn't you like to have a podcast, Michelle? I think you should. Like you have you were always live on Instagram having a Facebook group. I don't know if at that time you had a Facebook group, but anyway, I could see you everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my gosh, you should repurpose those uh, interviews that you do on Instagram. But you were like, eh, not really. <laughs> Until someone else told you and you were like, okay, maybe you were right. I should just take all of this content, all of these amazing interviews that I do with other business owners and just share the, the interviews out there. So that's how we kind of like started. Yeah. And the the Instagram live portion was like, it was something I was doing already because it was, I'd given advice to another Wi-Fi tribe person. I had had lunch with them in San Diego and he was trying to break into a new industry. And I said, you know what you should do is you should just like start a podcast. Like you should have a reason to reach out to people and then you can interview them. And then you can have at least an open door to talk to all these people. And I remember leaving that lunch being like, why am I not doing this? Because like I needed, I there were so many people that I looked up to on social media that I just like, I wasn't going to be a client of theirs. They weren't necessarily going to be a client of mine. And I was like, I just really want to interview them. And so then, yeah, Berta, you're totally right. I was doing the Instagram lives. I was doing them while I was digital nomad traveling. I did like a whole bunch of them from Southeast Asia. So like the time scheduling was all kinds of funky. Um, but then before you could save them as IGTV, there's no way that you could like store those. So you really just had to like watch it live and just hope for the best. 
Um, but now you're so right. There's such an opportunity to upcycle a lot of that content and take what I was already doing and make it into a new format. Um, podcasting, how did you kind of get into podcasting? Like what interests you about podcasting more than doing VA work or even like moving aside from Pinterest? Well, I knew I didn't want to do it Yes, I wouldn't say just. I always say that and I, it's wrong because it's so necessary to have VAs that do more admin work or just more basic stuff because we, we are all needed, right? But I knew that wasn't for me, that I wanted to be a bit more creative or be more in the back end of things. I don't know. Then when I studied a course to become a VA, I kind of learned like 14 different things that I could do straight away when I had, I was studying like the podcast model. I was like, if it was like my life going in there doing the homework, because <laughs> I love this so much. And um, it sounds a bit crazy, but I didn't even know what a podcast was when I started that VA course. And the thing is, I never find time to watch uh, YouTube videos. Sometimes I have like thousand articles to read, but I never find the time. I just like scam them because it's like, okay, I don't have the time for this. So with podcasts, I was like, oh my gosh, I can just go for a walk. I can do dishes. I can do something else while I listen to it. So I can multitask. That's pretty much me. So I found the power. I saw the power of this platform like for myself because I just started my business. So I had like lots of things that I wanted to learn. And I could see the power of just this way of learning while doing something else. I fall asleep when I drive on my own. If I don't have someone talking to my side, I fall asleep. Now I can drive four hours straight just listen to podcasts. So do you know that saves my life? <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm the same way for dog walks, laundry, driving. Like I'm always trying to listen to something. I'm very much the same. During the pandemic, because I couldn't go out, I was walking inside a building and going up the steps inside a building. So people would think that I was crazy. And it was so annoying and so frustrating just to listen to music because I, I would only see walls. So it was like, oh my gosh, like, pandemic, COVID, like inside a building. But if I was listening to a podcast, I was listening to someone. And then 40 minutes walking inside a building seemed like, okay. (laughs) Oh, totally. No, I can, I can put a podcast in and like take Wilson for miles and miles and miles, like leave the house at 9am and not come back until four, just because I'm listening and learning things. And it, it does, it feels like kind of having a conversation. And that was kind of the goal of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast as well was to have a bigger conversation about branding, marketing and entrepreneurship, which I know now like the back of my hand because I've been doing it for seven, eight years now. Um, But what are some of the things that you feel like the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast does that maybe other podcasts don't? Is there something that like drew you more towards like, oh, this is really interesting. You said you just started a business. Who do you feel like is the the ideal listener for the podcast? And, and what do you think draws them into it? Well, I think you have like two different audiences, right? You have like the junior brand designers that want to learn about how to run a brand design business and how to like, I don't know, deal with customers, how to design, how to like do many things. And then the other part like me that I can just learn from you because you've started your business like, way alone than me so yes because like we don't do the same thing of course but I can learn like how to run a Facebook group I can learn about um I don't know so many things that you do in your business like TikTok Instagram strategy (laughs) Mm -hmm. or even though that you told me like with a podcast episode that oh my god you're not legal with your website like you need to have like terms and conditions and I didn't know that was like a thing until I listen or edit one of your podcast episodes. So, of course, I could have found out, but, I mean, I didn't even know that I had to look for it until I listened to your podcast. So I think the Kismas Aesthetic podcast is really good because 
you learn about so many things and that's what I like that it's it's never the same it's not boring and it's always interesting because you find a really nice experts and nice people to listen to to edit <laughs> mm-hmm. and to learn from and uh, what I like as well when you listen to a podcast is that you know that you want to interview someone that is good for your audience so immediately there is that no like trust factor that I don't have to like search any further and because of course I know you and I trust you so like anyone in your podcast I mean it can be sometimes that it's not that way we never know (laughs) yeah I think everyone we've had on the podcast has been on for a reason like I think that there's some and we get approached for guests that want to come on the kiss my aesthetic podcast and if I don't know them and haven't interacted with their content I pretty much across the board say no because I have so many people I want to interview and talk to that I think are interesting that I know my audience will think is interesting that isn't necessarily for um, someone to push their own agenda. Like, I don't think any of the episodes come across as like, buy my services or work with me. Like, they're not sales junkets. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's more about sharing a conversation and their knowledge and sharing it with your audience. And that's, uh, yeah, that's like chatting with a friend. Exactly. So you feel the proximity and it's not like, oh, I've like reading like my book and you have to buy it because it's the best. Exactly. Uh, on our team meetings, whenever we meet up with everybody on Team MKW Creative Co., we always start with happies and crappies. Let's talk over the last year of the podcast. What are the happies and what are the crappies? But do you mean like my happies and crappies, like as a business owner or like editing Kisma Aesthetic? Both. Let's do both. Both. Um, editing Kisma Aesthetic would be that sometimes you are not on time with your <laughs> giving me the file. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> even though I try hard the like, to, to get you like due dates and all that stuff like I, I haven't found my way to <laughs> yeah maybe I need to have like another Haley on the back end of things <laughs> I know I need a personal manager of myself sometimes because I get very much like shiny object syndrome and I like doing something for a while and then as soon as I feel like I'm not good at it or I'm I'm bored of it not to say I've been bored of the podcast but if it starts to dip into either of those, it falls to like the bottom of my to-do list. So we definitely, I could have been way better at getting stuff to you on time. <laughs> that was definitely on me. Do you have a happy of the podcast? Yes, of course. All the happy has been that I've learned a lot, uh, but I'm pretty much sure that this is like my thing. As you said, I started as well as a Pinterest manager and I've discovered over time. And of course, like his aesthetic has helped me a lot to know that that podcast is my thing. So I've been learning a lot, like improving like processes as well, like different apps like Airtable, new things that I could tell you how to improve the podcast. And I've been happy as well that I was the one teaching you that or letting you know things that we could do. And uh, of course, I've learned a lot about other people that you've interviewed. So that's kind of cool because I get to work and at the same time, I learn. I don't get maybe to go for a walk that often to listen to podcasts. And when I edit them, (laughs) then it's like if I'm listening to them. So, I mean, my attention is not 100% on the content sometimes because if not, I wouldn't catch the mistakes. (laughs) That's uh, part of my job. So there is more happy than crappy, trust me. Good. I'm surprised (laughs) one of your crappy wasn't editing out Right on cue. Dog barking. Wilson, like he's, you guys can't see the video, obviously, but he's sitting right in the corner of the frame. But he's not the one barking. Because there's all kinds of different noises. Well, he is now. (laughs) Just when you said it. (laughs) Wilson dog. No barking, buddy. 
Because that to me has been the thing about podcasting that I find most difficult is like how much you have to pay attention to all of the different gear and all the pieces and the parts and the quality. Because obviously without visuals, you have to have great audio quality because you're going to notice when I make too many like popping sounds or there's too many sharp T's or S's. I'm like, man, because there's, you could have, I mean, I'm not a producer, so I don't have Oh my goodness. And now we're scratching. We don't need to scratch. That's okay. You don't have to come here because for me, I'm like fine off the cuff. And as soon as I'm in the interview with somebody, that's my favorite part. Like talking to people is truly my absolute favorite part. And I end the interviews like with a huge smile on my face. Cause I feel like I just got to like know them better and share about their business and people are going to love the episode. And then the crappy for me is like getting all the other pieces and parts and making sure that the files are correct and the handoff. That to me is where where I get stuck, obviously. But I think we've gotten better over time. What do you think? The quality? Yeah, yeah. I think our table has helped a lot to have our table there. That was like a really nice thing to have because then we can just like go ahead and change things whenever we want and we don't have like to communicate. The only thing that I maybe don't like about our table it's that there is no like a chat box. So sometimes like we have to go then into uh, base camp and then communication gets a bit maybe lost in the way. That would be like the only thing that would be so great to have there. Our table, if you're listening to me. <laughs> totally. What are the other tools that we're using for the podcast production? So you have an editing software and then you're uploading it. What, like when I hand you, okay, here's the interview. What do you do from there? Um, so that's changed with, uh, over time. So before I used to just go ahead and edit on Audacity, but now I have another software that helps me a lot with those barks and fan mm-hmm. noise and different things around that it's called Isotope RX8. <laughs> it seems wow. like, I feel like so <laughs> freaking techy sometimes. Like, that so sounds <laughs> like Elon Musk's kid's name. Yeah. So basically what it does, it helps with any... With, in, with the low frequencies and the high frequencies. So let's say there is like an aircon close to you. Maybe that's something you're not really hearing it, but it makes like noise in the, in the mm-hmm. back end. And the white noise is sometimes like the noise that is just in the room. Have you heard sometimes this? When you listen mm-hmm. to just, I don't know, the conversation hasn't started, but you can hear that. So that helps a lot with that. And um, lip smacks. Many things that are many repetitive. Metal right? straws and metal cups. Mm, Didn't we have that once? Not that much that, that you have <laughs> to do it manually. The good thing about this mm. is that you can have your process and let it run in the back end. And then mm. once I have that, I can go ahead and do like a more uh, nice edit. But at least it helps me with some of the noises that I wasn't able before to fix because I didn't even know how but also because it's kind of like an algorithm thing. It's so like, I don't know, numbers. Right. <laughs> and then I can go ahead and take that audio and I take it to Audacity and then I listen to the whole interview. I edit any extra thing. Cause so, so what you are saying, like the straw, maybe um, the app won't take that because it's just like one time. It's not a repetitive sound. Right. Or I have like to tweak and change things. Go back and do it like manually. So then in Audacity, I would maybe lower breath if they are too loud, balance the volume because sometimes uh, one person is really loud, another one is too low, or when you laugh, then there is like a uh, peak. Spike. So then when you try to normalize the track, it won't do it as, I mean, from the start, you have like to tweak a few things, um, amplify 
So there are like many things that you can do. And also when people talk over each other, sometimes I'll cut just like the aham or the okay, because we tend to do that when we talk on the phone. But then when we interview, we should try just not to do it, but it's just human behavior. And that's practice, right? I'm sure I'm going to be nuts with my interview today because I'm not used to be on this side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So probably I'll be like, why were you doing that? You know, you don't have to, but I'm used to it, not to talk. It's hard to do. Yeah. I just did it right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to do to not talk over someone because you get so excited. And I know this about myself. It's like I get really excited about what somebody's talking about. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then like I just get to, I can't wait to like share and continue the conversation. Um, But for podcasting, that doesn't really make for the best audio experience (laughs) because it gets a little bit chaotic. No, and you have to think that sometimes people are outside. They're like, car noises there are things around and then if you don't like person is not going to have like the volume to 100 <laughs> percent mm-hmm. so then it's just like huh what do you say so what can happen is that you don't understand the actual sentence or it's just distracting so sometimes i would just go ahead and delete that part if it's not necessary or i can just cut the track and like move it around so then instead of like talking on top of each other like it starts later. Um, so those are the things that I do. And then, of course, mixing it with the intro, outro, adding uh, Wilson High once in a while. <laughs> and then any ads um, that we want to add, like buy me a coffee or like... Um, Which my... maybe we should play the buy me a coffee ad right here, just so people know what we're talking about. Because we've actually had quite a few people go ahead and buy a coffee for our team, which is wonderful. Uh, So if you have any kind of podcast or live streaming opportunity and you're not using that as part of your platform, highly recommend because that's been great. It's basically like a virtual tip jar. So we can plug in our little commercial right there. Okay, Um, so there you go. (laughs) There you go. Are you enjoying today's episode so far? The Kiss My Aesthetic podcast runs on coffee. This is our lifeblood and our jet fuel to keep on creating amazing content for you guys on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship. And if you feel so inclined, you get a quick break from this episode. Head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash mkwcreativeco and throw a few dollars our way, kind of like a virtual tip jar, so we can keep creating these awesome podcasts for you and for this incredible community. Now back to today's episode. We also have, um, okay. So once you have all of the audio edited the way that you want it, and it like sounds great, intro, outro, everything, what comes next? Okay. So next, then I'll get all of those tracks and make one file that's an MP3. And I'll go ahead and like do like a last edit of volume with, with another term that I learned not that long ago that is called loops. Do you know how when you watch TV and then there are commercials, like it's really high and then some other like movies are really low and then you have to keep changing the volume. So they come up with like a new term that is not just leveling up the volume, that it takes a lot of numbers behind that I can't really explain because I'm not an audio engineer. They make like a balance. So there are like certain numbers that you have to take into play. So when you upload it to your listening, for example, and someone is listening to your podcast, they won't listen to the next episode of someone else's podcast or have like to lower the volume a lot or like put it up because it's like right. so not the same. So then I do like a last thing with that and then it would be the time to go to lip scene. So while I edit, I take some notes to do the show notes. And then once it's in lip scene, I'll create the show notes 
and schedule it for Tuesdays at 5 a.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I do the same on your website. So then I'll copy the show notes and then I embed the episode. So you have the players for someone that wants to listen from your website when you share the link. So they have the option there as well. And then I create the audiogram. When I edit the episodes, I'll take some notes where I think it's a good spot for like an audiogram. And then I have an app. Well, I have an app. I use an app. <laughs> haven't created the app, but it's called Headliner. And then there you upload the episode on the R cover. And you create the audiogram and you can select the part within the app. So sometimes it's like, okay, no, this part that I did select that I thought it was good is not good. It might be because it was a better sentence later on or because the timing, like it's maybe 50 seconds and it's too long for an audiogram. So I just pick another part because I can really cut it in the middle of the sentence. And then I'll share all of that with you in our Google Drive and mm-hmm. update our table. So all the info is up to date. I think I haven't missed anything. That's a lot of work. That's a lot yeah, of work every week. It is. That's no joke. <laughs> No joke. All the stuff that goes on, you guys, behind the scenes that no one sees to running a (laughs) podcast, really. Um, But so grateful for. And I want to kind of go through how we've developed the content over time. Because when we started, it was with interviews and solo episodes. And then we realized what? That the solo episodes were doing much better than the interviews, (laughs) downloads-wise. Why do you think that is? Well, I thought it was because uh, you had a lot of um, a lot of junior designers want to listen to your experience and what you have to say. And it might be that, but as well, you told me that you're sharing those episodes with some of your clients, which has helped you not have to create the content all the time. So then you go ahead, share that episode, and it's like, okay, there you have it. It's like if you share a blog post that you've written, right? So you don't have to keep creating that content. And you told me, oh, it's because of this. So I don't know really if it's coming because you share so much or maybe it's both, probably it's both. Yeah, I think I think the approach to the solo episodes was to answer frequently asked questions because I get questions in DMs or on TikTok or in my comment section. It's like, oh, how did you start your business? Or how do you structure your days? Or what's your onboarding process? And so to record that in a podcast episode and then be able to send that link and be like, here, it's all there for you has been really helpful for me in the long term. But man, recording solo episodes is no joke. Like it's not easy. And I have so much respect for people who can do it. Like one of my favorite podcasters is Heather McMahon. And she does like a comedy podcast called Absolutely Not. And she can just get on and do a solo episode for like an hour. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of content. (laughs) That's a lot of content. And it's all like, it's more storytelling and like lifestyle, like relatable kind of content. Like it's more like, here's the funny thing that happened to me this week. But I think when it comes to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast, obviously I want it to be like educational and useful and like to the point and brief. But I hit that like 10, 11 minute mark on a solo episode and I'm like, that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like I, run, <laughs> I run out of things to say or I get tired of listening to myself because I think a lot of what we're talking about is stuff that I feel like I've told on other podcasts or maybe I've explained it a bunch of times. Super useful to have on my own podcast, obviously. But I always love the interviews the best. What do you think? Are you more partial to the solo episodes or the interviews? I like both, actually, because uh, I think in a podcast, having interviews as well, even though you're maybe great with your content, when you have someone else coming in and share their expertise and their opinion, you're giving like value in a different way. So 
you might be an expert as well, like, I don't know, in Facebook groups, but they may have like a different perspective or something else to teach. So it's really cool. It's just the only thing interviews are usually longer than solo episodes. Mm -hmm. So you have like different people. If I go for a walk, I don't want a 10 minutes episode. But if I'm just doing the dishes, maybe like a 30 minutes, 40 minutes episode is too long. And once I start, I maybe want to listen to the full. And if I have to stop, I will never come back. And sometimes I just don't go ahead and hit play because it's too long for what I'm doing. So I think having like short episodes and long episodes, but uh, it depends, of course, your audience of what you like. Because some people really like listening to an hour and a half episode. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even hit play maybe. I don't know. I love the podcasts I listen to most are always over an hour, up sometimes up to two hours long the episodes. Wow. And like, I'll listen to it. I'll start it on a walk and then I'll, you know, drive home. I'll put it on in the car and then I'll do errands and then, or I'll go grocery shopping and I'll just listen to, it'll take me sometimes the whole day to listen to the episode. But I love a long, long, long podcast, which is so interesting because I have such a hard time making long <laughs> podcast episodes. I also think it might be a factor of, I talk really fast. And so maybe I'm saying too many words in, in a short amount of time. I actually did measure like my word count per minute. I had taken a brand presentation and it'll like spit out a transcription now. And so I took the transcription into Google Docs and did a word count. And in like an eight minute video, it was like a ridiculous number of words. And then I actually like averaged it out. It's like, okay, what's the words per minute? And like the human average for fast for like speaking is like 120 words per minute. And then my, you take that and measure it against mine. Mine is like 340 words a minute. It's like way too many well I talk really fast as well yeah I think we both do so maybe if you want to put like a slow filter but you know you can lower the speed true true you can lower the speed or like speed up the speed so that's what I love as well about podcasting you know that it makes me work faster if I listen to someone and you're like you're like 1.5 yep. <laughs> now you're <laughs> you're in a rush no, I do that for audiobooks. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm listening to an audiobook and between each chapter, they have kind of like transition music. And I'll listen to it on I'm a maniac. I'll listen to it on like 1.8 or 1.9. And then it'll play like the music in between. It's like <laughs> chapter two. It's like so fast because the music is like already upbeat. And then you speed it up times 1.9. And it's so funny to listen to because it's just like <laughs> chapter three <laughs> like goes so fast so funny yeah same here i've i've done one that with you it was like oh my god i'm listening to michelle at 1.5 or 1.8 yeah you make yourself I don't dizzy know what it was, but maybe it was like the canva the canva training that is speed up the video i Possible. don't remember i don't remember now we have like the spreadsheet open, or at least I do, of the most downloaded episodes, which I think is interesting. And I'll read them off to you and you can tell me which ones you think is like, yeah, that was that was a strong one. So the most downloaded episode of the podcast is how I started my brand design business. No surprises there. The second one, defining your brand identity. Third was the very first episode, why I'm starting a podcast, which we've come full circle to now recording this one. Uh, onboarding process, benefits of hobby collecting with LB Creative, which was the very first interview. We have What is a Brand Designer? We have Better Brand Copy with Emma Givens, How to Batch Your Days, uh, Week in the Life as a Brand Designer, Top 10 Tools I Use for My Business, and Why I Love Canva. I loved the Canva one. So many of the solo episodes. I, they're almost all solo episodes. So you're dead on. So that might be your fault, or that might be that you have to create more. I know. <laughs> I know. It literally, it might be my fault. 
Here's the thing. So what, we're at episode 50. We're going to kind of wrap this as like season one of the podcast. And the big announcement of this episode is that we're going to take a little bit of a break for summer. I'm moving. You've got stuff going on. So we're going to kind of take a little bit of a break and come back bigger, badder, better. So if you have suggestions, ideas, anything as a listener that you want to send to us and be like, oh, it'd be great if you could do X, Y, Z. We're all ears for that. But yeah, this the solo episodes, man, they you guys seem to love the solo episodes. So go figure. What do you think about this? I'm just making this go right it. now. What do you think? Um, if you do like one episode, I wouldn't say maybe per month, maybe every quarter of a Q&A to answer questions that yeah. junior designers might have or like other type of questions or maybe once a month or maybe once in a while. I don't know. So instead of doing solo episodes, you do like one solo, but you have the questions there. So Or you can go live. And answer those questions and repurpose that interview as one of the episodes. These are great ideas. I love this. Yeah, I think that having it be more, um, I think where I get stuck with solo episodes is like I write my outline of what I want to talk about and then I'm like, what else? Like that's kind of, I get stuck. But if they were, if it was an ask me anything or we could group the questions together based on topic, then I could go question for question and not have to worry about like saying everything in one go. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. You had listed out some of your favorite episodes of the podcast. I've done the same, but let's go through some of your favorites because you told them to me just before we started recording. And they were the one with Lindsay Shea about legal advice, TikTok for brands, brand photo shoots, and Facebook groups. Why do those episodes stand out to you? Because I did learn a lot. I know now I have to be on TikTok. I have my account. I just uploaded two videos, but it's more than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen now the power of the app. The one we've been to say because I didn't even know that I was I could be just in trouble for not having that. So I just went ahead, contact her, hire her. And the worst part of it is because uh, she sent the things and I haven't had time to upload into my oh, website. No. So that's <laughs> well, we know what you're doing after this. <laughs> and uh, the other ones, yeah, because uh, maybe I wasn't aware of what a Facebook group could do for your business. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like, oh, ah, another Facebook group, like another thing. So I know you have to have the time and do it. That's why maybe I haven't started yet because I have to go step by step. But it's something in the back of my mind. What other one did I say? Oh, yeah, TikTok, Facebook group. Brand photo shoots. Oh, brand photo shoots. Yeah, I didn't even know you had like to prepare all of those things to go on the brand photo shoot. Because I did one once, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it was just in a studio. So I just like grabbed some clothes and went there. But I didn't have my business. I didn't have anything. So I went to Madrid like a month ago for a brand photo shoot. And we we were like chatting like for, I don't know, a month, like uh, looking for places, getting things ready, seeing what I had to buy, like clothing, nails, like anything for my branding because you did my branding and I have my colors. So now I have like orange clothes and purple clothes. Perfect. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if I got like everything that you suggested, but it was at least I wasn't surprised when the photographer asked me so many things. And uh, I knew that as much as I could give her, it was going to be the better for me. Absolutely. Uh, more beneficial because it would represent more of my brand. And I just thought it would be just like, okay, just go on and take some photos. Maybe that's, I don't know. I've never thought about it before. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think there's all these little things that I forget as a business owner. And I'm sure a lot of people listening too. like, 
I forget how much that I actually know and that how much we actually do for our clients, like how much we prepare, how many templates we've built. I mean, even now, like the onboarding episode, even though it's one of the most popular episodes, our onboarding process has completely changed from a year ago because now we have Cody and we're using Dubsado and we've got a totally different workflow for that. So I think that the podcast is going to serve also as kind of like a great time capsule of like it's going to kind of like freeze this time during the pandemic where we had like all these great conversations, but I could even go back and like re-interview everyone for season two. And we could probably have completely different conversations a year later. Right. It's like, yeah, everyone's business has changed. But the one you are saying about the tools you use for your business, maybe it's still useful for someone that is just starting out because if Very true. they're at the beginning of their business, they might not want to use the Pisado because it's like hard to use. They need someone to manage it because they don't have time. You have to pay. I don't know, a million things. So it might be still useful for someone that is just at the beginning of their journey. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked about some of your favorites. I have some of my favorites listed out too, which kind of feel like okay. to me, like they stand out as they could be. They're very much time capsule of the time, but they're also are very timeless. Like I think that these are episodes that we can come back to and like still learn things from, even if though they they were recorded a while ago. And for me, that would be um, Jessica Marks, where Secrets of Better Sales. That episode, I still go back and listen to about having like different offerings and having an upsell and a downsell option. Oh yeah, I remember that one now. Yeah. That you were not doing like sales on your services. Yes. Why would someone go ahead and pay full price? Yes. Later on, if you are like, all the time doing like 50% off sale. Yes. Or like Black Friday, uh-huh. Christmas. Yeah, that w- okay, so you're talking about the one actually with Liz Fleming, which was Dangers of Discounting oh. Your Services. I'm talking um which is also a super strong episode in my opinion. The one with Jessica Marks, we have Secrets to Better Sales, I believe is the podcast title. I should probably pull it up. But that one was also really informative just cuz Jessica I think is so smart and wonderful and she has so much to share. So definitely recommend that. I believe it's episode number 22. I know because that's the one that I send to people all the time. Okay, I have to go ahead and listen to that. Yeah, listen to it again. It's good. It's good. My other favorites are also because they're clients of mine, Hotel Lobby Candle with Lindsay Silberman and Joe Johnson Overby. Those were, and Lisette, all three of those are in my top five for sure. Lisette Calv of Influence with Impact. Because I think that those episodes... First of all, I was just so excited to talk to them and that they wanted to come on the podcast. I think it's they're all super high energy, um, but they all had really good advice, like you were saying, for kind of a newbie business owner who's kind of looking to break into their niche, but also approach social media with like a really healthy attitude. Um, like I think I look up to all three of these women as like being people that have a really good understanding, like they're very knowledgeable, but they're also really good at boundaries. Like they're really good at setting expectations for themselves and for their business through social media. So definitely recommend those top three. Hotel Lobby Candle with Lindsay Silberman, Joe Johnson Overby is like finding joy in social media is what we called it. And then Lisette Calv of Influence with Impact um, and kind of using your platforms to influence in a good way and create community through social. So those are definitely my top. And then if I had to pick a solo episode that I thought was good, I, the Canva episode got me fired up. Do you remember how like animated I was? I recorded it in my closet. Do you remember? Yeah, but you always get fired up with Canva. <laughs> I always get fired up with Canva because other designers hate on Canva and I love Canva. And I remember recording that episode being so 
like, like I just want everybody to see. Like, the- I'm going to tell you everything about Canva. Yeah. And talk about how awesome it is. And that's the episode I should really send to Canva and be like, you should sponsor me. Because <laughs> like, look at, look at how many people we've converted. So that was definitely one of the top ones, I think, that, that we recorded from my point of view. So someone has reached out and told you, you've changed my mind now with Canva. Have you had like those DMs? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with the Canva Reels workshops. Those have been the one that's on my website for Canva Reels. And then I've been invited to speak in some mastermind groups and show them what you can do with Canva and like setting up your brand kit and creating reels and repurposing content. Like there's so much possibility there and they're always rolling out new features. So still, I'm sure again, like if we had to go back and re-record every podcast episode we've ever done, there's there would be new features in Canva that I could talk about in a Canva episode for the podcast that didn't exist when I recorded it the first time, which is kind of wild. But yeah, no, this has been this has been a really cool experience. It's been so wonderful having you on the team and having you help me organize all these thoughts and these great conversations into something that people can listen to. Um, so we are going to take a little bit of a break, like I said, for summer and come back in the fall. Uh, so write us. I mean, you can email me, you can DM me um, with your ideas for the next podcast uh, season. Berta, any like sign off thoughts, anything that you feel like, what would be your big goal for Kiss My Aesthetic podcast? Oh, my big goal. Well, it could be that someone reach out like with a big sponsor instead of you having to reach out. <laughs> that would be great. Even though I know it's not like the best, oh, no, not the best, like the easiest way to monetize a podcast. But of course, when you reach the point of having a sponsor, like a good one, it, it means like you are up here, right? So that would be like a cool goal <laughs> to have. Mm-hmm. And we are about, I was just checking like how many downloads. So we are almost at 11,500. So I don't know. So we've done that in a bit less than a year. They could be, Mm -hmm. what about double that up for next year? I think that's a great goal for season two. Okay. Absolutely. If someone wants to work with you or they have a podcast idea, how can they find you, reach out to you, um, you know, enlist your services? How can they work with you? They can reach out on Instagram, TikTok, or my website as um, Berta Wire. It's the same handle everywhere. So it would be BertaWire.com or Berta Wire on TikTok on Instagram. Um, they can just book a call from my website if they're interested directly, or they can DM me if they have questions before, or just connect and be friends. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Berta. And thanks everyone for listening. We so enjoyed creating content for you via the podcast. And we will yeah. be back just after a short break. And that's all the questions for season two. Uh, we'll be more than happy to create that for you. Yeah. Ask the questions, send us guest ideas. If you're a business and you want to sponsor the podcast, reach out. There's lots of potential. Now, I think that I think having a little break, it's like distance makes the heart grow fonder. Like having a little bit of break will make us want to come back like even better in the fall. Yep. I can wait for that. I can't wait to have the break, but I can't wait for season two. Yes. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. Cool. Well, thank you, Berta. And thanks everyone. And we'll, we'll hear you listen, catch you something. <laughs> In the fall. <laughs> we'll hear you now. They'll hear you. Hear I'm you. like this. I was going to say, see you next time, but you won't see us. You'll hear us. So that's what it is. And we got to work on that too. Man, I got to gotta work on my podcast language. <laughs> Anyways, see ya. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts or really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to come on over to the Kiss My Aesthetic Facebook group, same name as the podcast. And lastly, if you're looking for those resources, links, or anything else we talked about on today's episode, you can find those on my website, mkwcreative.co slash kmapod. Catch you next time.